0614-104-702. The Car Feature. It is car feature time. We're with Nickel Lowe taking all of your technical car issues. And uh, Nickel Lowe is Cars Technical Editor. Get in touch with us. 011-883-0702 and the WhatsApp line 072-702-1702. Any of your car issues, send through as much information as possible and you can give us a call or send through a WhatsApp. Nickel, how are you doing? I feel like we haven't spoken in a while. Yes, I'm doing very well, but hopefully you're doing better. So happy birthday. Thank you so much, Nicola. You're going to give me a car for my birthday or you're going to give me (laughs) unlimited car technical advice for the rest of my life. (laughs) We can talk about it. No issue. (laughs) All right, Nicola. We we are talking today around um, vehicle paint or automotive paint. And um, um, I, I was just thinking to myself, it's something we don't necessarily think about because our cars already, you pick the color you want unless you want to do something super custom. Yeah, so I had the privilege to go to the BMW Rosland plant a couple of years ago to see the new paint shop. And it was just actually at the end of 3 Series production when they were moving over mm. to the X3. And it was incredible to see what, length the OEM go to to supply that car with that deep shine to you where you just pick up from the showroom floor. And I mean, these colors have got uh, amazing names as well, like Arctic mm. White and all these amazing names that they give it. But um, yeah, just to tell you how, how it actually works for a new car to get painted, it's uh, quite a process. So, I mean, once you want, if you want to go into the paint shop itself, it's a strictly controlled environment, temperature-wise, mm. humidity-wise, you have to dress in clothes. It looks like more you're going to the, the hospital and into an automotive plant because they obviously need that, to... What do they call prevent. PPE? It looks like yeah, PPE. Oh, this is next level because uh, yes. they can't afford any hair loss or anything in that facility because it can make its way to the paint. Um, so obviously what happens is the body in white, as we call it, that is the, the metal body. Once it gets uh, built or stamped, um, that body in white then gets transferred to the paint shop, and that's now the the raw metal body. So no powertrain, no no plastic parts, no interior, nothing, just bare metal goes into the paint shop. But before they can start painting, it's a whole process of preparing that body. So mm. first of all, it needs to be cleaned from any residue, any oily substance on that metal part will make it the the, pit, uh, the, the paint won't stick. So they've got all these bars that these uh, body and whites go through, and it, it goes on this uh, system that transports it, and they call it porpoising. It almost looks like a dolphin jumping through these bars, and it's acid yes. bars, and it's washing and cleaning, and it goes through, and uh, after that, it's obviously then clean, but then it goes to what they call the e-coat bath, and that is to protect it from rust. Uh, if you remember, the old cars used to rust. Uh, yo. Yes. But the modern cars, we never see the rust problem anymore and that is because they e-coat that body in white that the metal structure so they put is it almost would the e-coat mm-hmm. coat almost be compared to like a type of a varnish in inverted commas it's more like what happens is there's obviously the e-coat uh, solution and they use electricity to bond the e-coat to the metal so it's with grounding the body and adding uh, a voltage to the, the, the solution, it actually is a, mm. it's a chemical process um, that, that applies that e-coat to the body very evenly as well then to cover all areas. Um, and after that, the body in white goes for some sealant because uh, not all the, the, the seams are watertight, so it needs to be sealed 
And then it actually goes to the actual paint shop where the, the magic happens. And these days, it's all painted by robots. Um, so it's very expensive robots as well. And they also work with an electric charge. So they talk about 48,000 volts, um, which is applied to the spray of the paint as it goes towards the body, and the body is grounded again. And that way, there's also less wastage of the paint because it actually gets attracted to the body. Um, and in the old days, they used to have like a, a starting coat or a base coat, but these days they can use the color coats from the start. The paint is not at that level, but they need mm. to, to, to paint it by two or three level uh, layers to give you that deep shine. And then after that, it gets baked. And then after that is the clear coat. Now, the clear coat can be seen as the protective layer that sits on top of the paint. So hopefully that protects... Uh, from chemicals and also from uh, light scratches. That's light scratches that you, that you, yes. you can fully polish out. Um, and then after that, the body in white gets inspected. So you always see these pictures on the, or, or these videos where they show the cars running through this tunnel of light. You see all these yes. lights around the car, and that's just to look for defects in the paint. Um, and then afterwards, it actually goes to the assembly line. So now I can imagine when it goes to the assembly line, that's where all the other parts get fit to the body, the interior and the powertrain and so on. And they need to make very sure that nobody actually damages that pristine paintwork that's just been done. So you will find on the on on assembly line of an automotive supplier that everyone will wear sort of protective clothing. They will protect, the, you know, watches are allowed. You'll have this little uh, protective thing that goes over belt buckles, no jewelry, nothing can come close to that vehicle because you can't risk damaging that perfect mm. paint that's just been applied. So, yeah, next time you take delivery of a, of a new car, think of the process that happened to get that paint, that uh, beautiful shine. So now I have to ask, um, if, if you know, obviously certain models come out with sp- certain very specific colors, even though you get your standard white, black, and all of those things. So if, let's say, your car is damaged and part of the repair is going to require some paint, is there a likelihood that the panel beaters or whoever does that does the fix might not have the color of paint of your car? Or do they always get it? Mm. So each new car comes with a paint coat. So it's a coat that tells uh, exactly what the composition of the paint is on that car if you need to mix it. The problem is if your car is a couple of years old and it's seen a bit of sunlight, then that color might be faded. So you will find that the aftermarket to fix uh, scratches or so on a vehicle, they will actually scan the paint color. It's got very... um, technically advanced scanning tools that can pick up the color from a scan and then actually mix the paint to that exact color because the color code oh. will help you in the first couple of years because it hasn't faded but these yes. days after a couple of years then a paint shop will definitely use these scanners or scan and replicate the color as well yes okay i wasn't aware that um it's it, they're the ones that mix and have a specific like formula so anybody can have it anywhere in the world? Yeah, so it is possible to have a coat with a formula everywhere in the world, anywhere in the world. But as I say, most of the aftermarket shops, they scan 
to create the exact same color. But there's a quite a bit of tricks of the trade when it comes to paint. Um, you'll you'll sometimes hear that people say they will, they can blend uh, uh, when it's a, a, a say there's a scratch in the car. They can only maybe apply paint to that area. But mm. uh, the high-end paint shops will tell you that's not really possible because it, it can yes. look nice in the beginning, but then it starts fading at a different rate than the rest of the, say, it's a door that's damaged. You can easily see that there's been damage. So the high-end paint repair shops will always paint the complete panel. So, for example, a complete door or fender, even if it was just a small scratch on the one corner, you cannot only paint that corner because you will eventually be able to tell it was repaired. Okay, I get you completely. All right, we are taking your calls on O double one double eight three O seven O two, the WhatsApp line O seven two seven O two one seven O two. It can be paint questions or technical car questions for Nickel Low. Make sure you have all of the details of your vehicle and then share with us what the challenge is you are facing so Nickel can assist you. O double one double eight three O seven O two and the WhatsApp line O seven two seven O two one seven O two. 702, the car feature. 11 minutes to 3 o'clock on our car feature for today. We've got Nicole Lowe, technical car specialist and car's technical editor. We're taking your questions on 011-883-702 and the WhatsApp line 0727021702. And of course, earlier on, we were talking about, about uh, paint. And I'm wondering, Nicole, um, um, is, is matte paint more expensive to maintain? I would guess so, um, just because of the texture of the paint. Um, that it probably mm. needs a bit more care. But I'm not an expert on matte paint, so but just my gut feel tells me yes. Yeah, it it does seem like that finish that you're talking about. In my mind, I'm just thinking about nails. When you're done getting your jealous, there's this. other coat that they put on top that also happens to give it the gloss and the shine, but is a protective layer. So in my mind, I just feel like the matte is not as protected and i could be very wrong here nickel yeah i know what the, some people do is so they would rather put a, a matte wrap on the car than actual paint uh, the matte color so you can have your shiny car and just uh, wrap it uh, a matte that says vinyl that you actually put on the car it looks exactly like paint and then once you're done with it you peel it off and you're back to your standard color that's probably better oh i didn't know you could do that mm. so you but how expensive is that exercise uh, you're looking probably about uh, twenty to 30,000 rands to do a whole car, depending on the size of the vehicle. So it's not cheap, but at least it, uh, it, it can provide some protection, as you say. And then uh, when you peel it off, you're back to your normal car color again. Okay. And just knowing South Africans, you're putting a mad wrap on like an uh, 80,000 rand car and spending 30,000 <laughs> rand on that. All right. Let's go to the lines. We have Sedek from Johannesburg. Ooh, I see I just lost, um, Nickel. Uh, we will get Nickel on the line shortly. Sedek, in the meantime, go ahead. What question do you have for Nickel? Uh, um, I, I wanted to ask Nickel. Look, I've been in the industry for a while. And in the last four, five years, there's been talk of right to repair. You can take your car anywhere. It doesn't have to be at a manufacturer um, mm-hmm. that sells that cars. And, um, you know, paint, you'll never know what paint is on the car uh, mm-hmm. unless you, you know where it was done. So what I want to ask him, what's happening about that right to repair that you can take your car to any panel shop and um, they can do the car the same color as it were originally? Yes. Because everybody has got the formulations for any color in the world. 
So yes, what, and why why hasn't that been approved yet? That, that you you have the right to take your car anyway um, to have it done. You know exactly how it works. Uh, but that doesn't yes. seem to be happening uh, at the moment. Um, Nickel suffering. Enemies are suffering because they are forced to use a certain type of brand, which is mm. which is ten times more than another brand that would be yes. you know, half the price. I'm just kidding. Yes. So, Nicole, I'm not sure how much of that question that you heard from Cedric, but around the right to repair. And um, I know we spoke earlier um, about being able to get a formula, but this thing of being forced to go to one specific place, is that still the case? Uh, are we talking about general repairs? It's not paint work now. Uh, uh, paint work. Paint work. I'm not sure if the right to repair applies to the paint work as well. Um, but I know normally when your car is damaged, you have to work through your insurer. So yes. your insurer will actually tell you which places you can use or not. It doesn't come from the OEM. And what I know is that there's very strict requirements for a body shop, aftermarket repair shop, to be able to be listed on uh, some of these uh, insurance suppliers. So it's not anybody that can be listed. But as far as I know, and I might be wrong, I don't think it's linked to right to repair. Um, 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 Siddiq, uh, are you answered? Yeah, yeah no, 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 I've, I've, I haven't been answered. Because, look, I can understand if it's engine or mechanical. I mean, you can't mm. even put a Datsun part in a Volkswagen sort of. Mm. But paint is paint, you know, at the end of the day. If it's the same quality paint that was on the car, and, I mean, there's more than 10 uh, imported paints in the country, and they all got certificates to prove that the paint is, is of, of standard quality. But mm. you cannot use any of them unless the insurance company or somebody tells you, no, you have to take it to that panel shop and nowhere else. Mm, mm. Nicole? I think the, the small print on your insurance policy will actually dictate all of that. So if you don't like the policy, go to a different insurance company. But I think once you sign up the insurance company, you're paying the, what, they, what they need, then uh, unfortunately you'll be binded by the small print. But I'm not a legal expert, but that's what I think. Yes, yes. All right, thank you so much, Cedric, for that question. Let's go to Rodney from Pretoria. Hi, Rodney. Good Oh, Rodney, can you just speak into your handset? We are struggling to hear you. Like, is it much better now? Much better, yes. Go ahead. Yes, Oh, Rodney, what did you do now? You were, you disappeared from the mic. Go back to where you were. <laughs> okay. so, stay there. Stay there. Don't move. Don't breathe. Just talk. Okay. <laughs> And also, yes. the paint shop is one of the bodies, like, in terms of the production of cars. Like, that's where a lot of things said, like, for the cars to, to move on. And also, the thing that I did while I was, while I was in Italy, I ended up doing studying um, the, the biggest research in paint shop and failed to analyze, I mean, failed to fix the best. So, sorry, Rodney, just, just take a step back. So I heard the part where you're saying, you know, you've been working with paint as a paint engineer, and then I didn't hear the part of what you're saying the challenge is. Okay, there's something that, that we just actually get two enemies of paint shop. The first one is dead, and the other one is inside. And then also, during my time, I end up doing my master's. And yes. When then I was, I was trying to understand the root cause of those defects and how we can minimize them. 
Actually, it was very, very interesting. So certain paint defects, even though you studied it. Okay, okay. Um, Nicole, I know the line isn't so great, but maybe you can just respond. For him as a paint engineer and specifically doing that, what are some of the causes of these defects that, you know, he studied and he's done all of this, but the defects will still appear? Yeah, so um, obviously from what I've learned from my visit to the Rosland plant is that uh, preparation is key and I think that is to do even if you do your painting at home or anything the preparation is really what makes the end result shine so first of all the, the cleanliness uh, of the surface before you paint um, obviously if it's a repair job it needs to be completely smooth before you start uh, there must be no dust or hair or any of those kind of uh, objects that can cause the, the, the imperfections and then obviously applying the paint is really a skill. So obviously on the plant it's done by robots and it's strictly mm. controlled tolerances and all that. But the aftermarket guys will tell you that the person that, that applies the paint is a bit of a black artist how to get it exactly right with the pressure, the way you apply it. Mm. And um, it's a skill. It's definitely a skill to be able to do it right. Even the way you apply a certain color of paint can change how the end result will look like. So it's definitely a bit of a black art there. Yes, and and in my mind, the machines and a person painting, is it like an airbrushing type of technique? Yeah, so um, again, I'm not a paint expert myself. I've just watched many times when paint was applied, and it's actually a very, almost looks like an orchestra type of movements with a paint gun Mm. over the car. So uh, maybe some uh, painter can phone in and let us know, but it's definitely a skill and an art and you have to be trained as a painter to get the end results that's uh, satisfying. That's why I had no idea there was such a thing as a paint engineer as Rodney from Pretoria was sharing with us as the work that he does. Nicola, always a pleasure talking to you.